Welcome to the Into Geek Podcast. On this week's episode, we will be discussing uh, cancel culture. They have now turned their sights on the beloved Broadway hit, Hamilton. Also, uh, voice actors are now under fire. Moving on from there, uh, we'll be discussing a few things that you can watch while in quarantine, or uh, COVID gyms as we're calling it, uh, a few movies and television shows that we think will help you pass the time. So buckle up, sit down, and let's get into it. What's up, everybody, uh, fellow geeks? Welcome to the, this week's show of Into Geek. As always, I'm joined by Chase. Hello. And I am Andrew. On this week's show, uh, we're jumping into a news cycle. Uh, some current stories going on that we kind of wanted to talk about. Once we get done with that, we're going to go into what we call quarantine gems. Um, we know that everybody is kind of stuck at home, stuck at home, can't do anything. So you might have uh, run out of stuff to watch. So we have a couple of things for you to check out. We're going to go into that a little bit, talk back and forth about either if it's good or if it's bad. Uh, I think most of our stuff's going to be okay. I have a couple that I might be hit or miss on or whatever, but I think for the most part, it should be pretty good. It should be good. So without further ado, we're going to jump into our news cycle. All right. Do uh, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Oh, go ahead. Okay, so um, this happened about a week ago, um, and then whenever you hear this, this could be <laughs> much, yeah, much we'll after much that. Much later. Um, so uh, here recently, um, a lot of white voice actors have been uh, kind of, I don't want to say called out, but they've uh, decided to step down because uh, they, they, they have voiced other character roles that are minority. So you know, places like Simpsons, Family Guy, and, and a few other shows have gotten their they're voice actors, and they decided that it's wrong for them um, to do this. Is this Hollywood pandering, or does this have any actual merit? Um, the actors might be pandering, because I think it's their choice. I mean, the companies aren't coming to them saying, hey, you're going to have to step down. Like, first it was the girl uh, who was... Money, please. Uh, Jenny Slate. Yeah, like she was one of the first to do it. And, and hers, her like, hers felt so martyrish. She, she yeah. was just like... This is white supremacy. I'm, I'm just like, dude, like, like you're, you're playing a half Jewish, half black girl, and, and you happen to also be Jewish. I don't think it's it's I'll, white supremacy. Like, with her, I kind of felt like, you know, the show's like three seasons in. You're yeah. just looking for a way to get out of this what's, contract. What's <laughs> funny about that is is that there's another voice actress on that show, uh, Maya Rudolph, who is half black and, and, and also half Jewish, I believe, or whatever. And they could have easily have given her the role. But she's playing another character who happens to be white on the show. So it's <laughs> it's weird that like she is a minority playing a white person, and everybody's like, "That's fine, who cares, whatever." But like Jenny Slate is playing a character that half represents her, and they're like, "Nah, nah, nah I don't know about this." And then like Allison Brie, for whatever reason, came out and was like, uh, "So basically, she did a voice on BoJack Horseman for like five seasons, six seasons, and and, and the show's over now." And she came out and was like, "I shouldn't have done that voice." It's like, "Bitch, nobody asked." You like, <laughs> When you started, you really weren't even yeah. that famous. That helped you. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's like she was like, "Hey guys, I I also feel guilty." It's like, "All right, okay, Allison, your show's over. It doesn't matter." You didn't anymore. feel guilty cashing that check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as, I, I guess that's my point. Is that like are, are these people? Come, it's it's kind of like the idea that if you if you tell the teacher that yes, I I I also cheated, maybe your punishment is going to be less, less. upfront. So maybe they're afraid of cancel culture coming for them, so they're adding themselves now, so that people are like, "Okay, she's cool." Like yeah. you know, like you know, they, they she gets it. She, she gets it. <laughs> but what's funny is that like there is a great deal of other black actors that have done white and Asian voice characters. Like uh, Phil Lamar um, did like Samurai Jack. 
uh, Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince was the a shredder. shredder. Yeah. Uh, there's a really great actor uh, named Kevin Michael Richardson who does a lot of voices, but but he has a plethora of, of white characters as well. Uh, Cree Summer, uh, like James Earl Jones was, was fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, like Charlie Murphy and Samuel Jackson are in the Boondocks as like two two like uh, white characters or whatever. So it's, I just it's weird that to me as a, if you're a voice actor, they should get the person who best represents that that character's voice. Now I believe that the writer of that character should be of that race. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, so if you're if you're getting a person and you want their voice to be of that culture then you should get a person of that culture to write for them. You know, that, that way it seems real. But as long as, as a voice actor can um, character-wise represent things, I think it's fine. Would you find it wrong if a black guy wrote for a white guy? Um, is it is race specific about it or is it like something else? He's just some dude. But well, I mean, a lot of times these roles, like they might, well, maybe not always on voice work, but like when people write stuff, they might not have a race in mind. Yeah. And then they get an actor and, hey, this guy just did, he nailed the part. He got the personality. He could be black, he could be white, but it might. Okay, so like if the character in question, let's say, was, was like a cop. And you, you wanted to write a cop who, who came from a certain, a certain area, a certain background. His dad was a cop. He decided not to go to college instead to become you know, a cop, whatever. If the writer is white or black, that doesn't matter. If they have that, that experience themselves, I think it becomes authentic. Like yeah. it's it's only like if a person like myself is trying to to write the voice of that job profession of that race or whatever, then it becomes kind of like you know gross. Um, but I, I th- th- that's to me is the beauty of voice acting, is that you it doesn't matter what you look like, you just yeah. get who is the best at it in general. Like um, uh, actually, like Eddie Murphy, he does uh, he was Shre- uh, Donkey on Shrek, mm-hmm. and he does uh, he's. Mushu and Mulan. Yeah. And I just watched uh, Mulan and... Shrek! Yeah. Whole, <laughs> when they did, uh, they did actually a Mulan 2. Okay. And when they did Shrek 2, Shrek 2 made them say, like, hey, you can't do Mulan 2. It's in your contract now. We're putting it in. Because the characters are kind of similar between Donkey and Mushu. Except uh, Mushu is extremely transphobic and racist, but yeah, it's fine. Oh, donkey's not. <laughs> donkey's funny, though. <laughs> donkey is funny. Uh, but, like, so, like, I guess it's one of Eddie Murphy's good friends like he's in a number of his movies but it's a white guy who just oh can yeah, yeah sound just yeah. like eddie murphy totally, and he yeah. does all the video games and all the dub work in eddie murphy movies and stuff and i mean he, he's just a white guy just doing an eddie murphy hey, 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 voice <laughs> like i can't do it yeah yeah but i mean i don't know like no it's, one's talked about that guy it's a really weird subject and it's like i, I agree that characters like a poo shouldn't have like existed because it's just a complete stereotype on The Simpsons, but I think the whole idea of The Simpsons is everyone's a stereotype. The cop has a pig nose, I yeah. Mean. I guess, but like in 1988, it was fine, but when it's like 2018 yeah. and he's doing the same fucking character, yeah. So it's, I mean, like, but what's funny is that I, so I've watched a couple of videos on this, and there are people that are like Indian, and they say that it was just originally it was nice to have uh color representation, yeah. And that's kind of just what they want in general is more character representation over, over all mediums. He is very like stereotype, but there's a lot of good also episodes about Abu and how he takes care of his family and yeah. does Abu, not Abu. Abu, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I watched Aladdin. I got a three year old. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let us know in the comments uh, if you think um, we're right or wrong, or how you feel about voice actors and if, if race matters. Don't cancel us. Yeah, <laughs> Chase, we just started. Uh, what is your new segment? Uh, I was going to talk a little bit. Uh, Kelly Preston, wife, uh, actress of John Travolta. 
uh, recently passed breast cancer. Uh, had no clue, in fact, she even had cancer. She kind of she kept it hidden, which is her right, of course. But uh, like she was in a number of movies uh, in the eighties, nineties. Uh, I was just want to see if, like is there any role she did that really struck you? Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, she was in Jerry Maguire. She was a bitch in Jerry Maguire. Who is she, she in? In Jerry Maguire, like, Jerry Maguire I, I, she's, she's in his it? girlfriend. She's got red hair. Looks in the very beginning. Yeah, gotcha. in the very, okay. and she like beats crap at him. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, like she, she did. I mean, she played that role so well, especially since like before that role. Like I had saw her in like yeah Twins, and she it's a different just different personality role. Uh, right I now. believe she's also in like Sky High. Yeah, um, she's and uh, she's the wife. Yeah, the wife, and she she's great in that. Oh, yeah, I, I think great. or whatever. She's, it, I mean, she's beautiful. She aged. Like she's been yes. hot her whole life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure how much work that she actually had done, but like, yeah, she she yeah. looked right. That there's a few actresses that 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 they're just aging fucking amazing or whatever. Yeah, and like you know, she she's one of them. Uh, she was uh, in this really kind of bad '80s movie called The Experts, which uh, starred John Travolta. And that's where they met. And oh, stuff. and it's a really cheesy movie where like these guys own a New York nightclub, and these guys come. They're like, "Hey, we want to build." you to build this New York nightclub though, but like in Oklahoma or something like Sweet. Some, something like that. So they're like, yeah, we'll do that for you. We'll pay you. We're going to pay you all this money. So they like drug them for the plane ride and they take them to Russia and they want them to do it in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> and it's I felt like cheesy. that happened last week, probably to somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's you, really kind of cheesy you make, movie. You make nightclub but now. I mean, at, like she is smoking hot and it. She's great actress and, I'm sorry she passed away. Uh, she was also in Battlefield Earth. Yeah. N- notoriously one of the worst movies of all time. Guys, if you've never seen Battlefield Earth, it, it's kind of old at this point. It's about 20 years old. Uh, it was uh, back when John Travolta was like really getting into like Scientology. Yeah. And it is batshit crazy. <laughs> it is not good. It, 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 it's, it, it's bad good. It's like The Room. You know, like, yeah. it, like you watch it and you go, oh, this is fucking terrible, whatever. But it's one of the movies, that, it's one of the first movies that I, I noticed uh, growing up. But I was like, you know what? This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it, it, I think it, it might have ruined movies for me. I was like, oh my God, everything's not great. This is fucking <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah, so uh, she was in that. Uh, she's in like Holy Man, um, Jerry Maguire, yeah. uh, Twins, Twins as well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's crazy because like she was John Travolta's uh, beard. I mean, wife for for a long time. But <laughs> yeah. I remember in the movie Twins, it's this weird scene. But like right before she sleeps with Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, she's like in her bed, and she, for some reason her character just breaks into a British accent and goes, "This bed is lumpy." <laughs> it's so weird. But like as a kid, that I was just, the best British accent yeah. I've ever heard in my life. No, but this bed is lumpy. <laughs> she just says it's so weird. It's like so. Off character or stuff like that, but I don't know. Like as a kid, I always thought it was just so weird. I mean, Twins is such a crazy movie. Like, 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 like you I can't can, believe people fell for like, hey, let's just put a movie with Danny DeVito, DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. They're twins. Like, like, folks, if you've never seen Twins, okay, okay, so this is what you do. Okay, this is COVID <laughs> non gems. You should go find Battlefield Earth and Twins because it's nuts to think that Twins ever got made. Yeah. It's just like you know what, man. Like, Danny DeVito is really short and fat. But Arnold's big and muscular. What if they were brothers somehow? Yeah. It's like, well, how twins. Did that, how like, could that work? Who are the twins, bro? Isn't like Dan and Vito like 15 years older? It's just like, yeah, well, what if they put all of the good genes into one of the babies? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, it's yeah. fucking weird. It's pretty bad. All right, so uh, RIP to Kelly Preston. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on, there's a, there's more cancel culture going on. Uh, I, just recently, I heard that Hamilton is currently under fire, um, which is weird to think that Hamilton, which is this this mega Broadway, that's huge, huge hit. It, it is released onto Disney Plus. It's killing it there. Folk, folks think that they if they had released that into theaters, it would have made crazy fucking money. Probably. Um, well, folks don't like Thomas Jefferson. Um, I think uh, so. So so currently, with all of the Black Lives Matter stuff going on in America. Um, the the forefathers and statues are, are being uh, kind of targeted and attacked because of all the uh, slave stuff, obviously. Uh, and in the in the in the play, Thomas Jefferson is a very likable character. He's very um, grandiose. He he really owns Act Two, and they, they believe that um, that that kind of didn't vilify him the way that he should be vilified. So to, oh, let's say to his credit, David Diggs, who plays Thomas Jefferson, is fucking great. Is great. He actually won like the Tony I'm for sure it and stuff. Did. I mean, he's he great. played both roles, Thomas Jefferson and uh, uh, Lafayette. Yeah, and, I mean, he he was great. So, um, so what what people are mad about? In case you, you don't know, because I don't know uh, what's taught currently in in in, in like history classes. Uh, when he was in France, he uh, raped a girl that was 14, uh, Sally Hemings, um, and then he convinced her to come to America while, while she was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of free here in France. I kind of just want to stay here. He's like, no, it's fine. You come here. You'll be like a really good slave. It'll be fine. <laughs> so he basically convinced her to come over. And one of the things in the stipulation was that, hey, look, you know, whenever you have a kid, I'm a good guy. Uh, I'll free them by the age of 21. Are you out of your fucking mind? The idea that, like, he had children as slaves and he's like all right man don't worry 15 more years and you're out of here buddy <laughs> it's like it's so fucking crazy to me right so so he did that so like four four of his seven children with her um became free at like 21 uh, it was like it was like things like that like 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 he owned like 400 like 600 slaves or whatever not only that um he he was in so much debt when he died that they had to auction off 150 of these people whatever as opposed to like you know them being freed and everything so it, it's he he was a big proponent um, with the Bill of Rights, with the Declaration of, of Independence, and keeping church and state separate. But he was kind of a terrible person as well, you know. Oh, uh, I think uh, Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda uh, came out and said, like, you know, about the whole like slave stuff. Like he wanted, and he addressed it a little bit in the play. There's not a lot lines. though. It's, it's not it, very it's much. It's literally like two like, lines. But the point was, he said like. The, the place, you know, is three and a half hours. My guy goes, yes. it would have been so much longer. And he was like, that wasn't like what I guess he was trying to say is that wasn't the point of the play. The point of the play is about Hamilton and then about the history of like our country, not so much about yeah. the slavery, which is the history of our country. But that one, it was about the kind of like the paperwork of, you know, our country. So I, I this kind of put me on to like another, tr uh, thought here. Okay. Um, if we put out, I'm so, man, I don't have a pot filter, guys. Sorry. Uh, if we put our current morals up against things that happened 400 years ago, 500, 1,000 years ago, obviously it looks fucking bad. Or I mean, honestly, like a long time ago, like in the play and stuff, they used to just do duels in the streets. Okay. Yeah, like they were like, hey, like, doctor, turn around so you don't have to witness this. <laughs> but one of us, we're about to shoot the other one. Like, that's not right either. But, but yeah. I mean, it was a different time. I'm not saying slavery is good. I, or I, no, 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 I'm not saying that either. And, 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 I, and I hate that that sounds like an excuse. It's like, it's like oh, like it, it was a different time. But it's like literally it's hard to judge people on, on our current standards. But that also means that that, that we, are, we are modernly moving forward. forward yes. and, and things are becoming better because our morals are becoming higher. But by those same numbers, in 30 years, people are going to look back on us and be like, y'all were fucking monsters. 
the fact that we have iPhones, Nike, like Amazon, like like we use child labor to 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 make our phones crazy fucking cheap or whatever and stuff. We use fucking migrant workers and stuff and pay them fucking nothing for all of our, our vegetables and it's just it's weird that we're things currently we, are, are okay because we can't we, even get people to wear masks okay like in 20 years <laughs> right. COVID could still be going on yeah. like only if 20 years ago they would have wore the yeah. mask this could have been over so we can't it's even like get people to do that our kids in 20 years are gonna be like man fucking grandpa fucking sucked like you know, <laughs> like, you know he, he you know he was a monster like in like hitty back fucking child labor and did it whatever so it's 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 really tricky because these people helped shape our country, but they're kind of pieces of shit as well, you know. Because at the time, it was fashionable to be a piece of shit, you know. Yeah. And, and now it's it's now at least at it's least every pub- kind of piece of shit now. Publicly, <laughs> it's it's not as it's not as well, you know, to do that type of stuff or whatever. But I I, I thought it was kind of crazy that like Hamilton, which I thought could do no wrong, and it, it's slowly like almost in the sights well, of I like mean, cancel culture. It cost. Uh, I think they bought the rights. Disney did for seventy five million dollars. I'm pretty sure, like, I think it was just incredibly smart for them to put it on Disney Plus right at this time because they got so many more subscribers, people doing it. Yeah. Uh, it would be who knows how long until it would actually come out. I, I would personally like them to put more plays out. Uh, they actually, I think they're going to start doing that. It's, it's like, like, like to, that to me seems, I mean, like, as long as the, as it's the original run, right? Like, that'd be tougher to do now. But. No, no, no. <laughs> not like, not like bring people back to do the play, but like old, old like footage and stuff you know whatever like you know like, well, like I, mean, I love to see like you know the the original like um um family opera. yeah yeah and, and like and things like that and stuff whatever because I've, I've never fucking seen it at all i so. mean like some people aren't like it as much they're like it's just not the same experience as going to watch it i was like of course but i actually think you actually get a lot of bonus stuff because like when you're i've seen hamilton in like the at like in Ooh la la. Stuff, i know awesome but like I mean, you, you're still you could see everything at once, but you can't really see the actors that great. Even if you're up close, like yeah. when you see the, the the Disney version, like you see them actually acting as they're doing. What's it, What's funny though is that, is really cool. Is that he, after seeing it on Disney Plus with, with the original fucking cast, yeah. like I don't want to see some some like third hand me down people come through or whatever because it's because it, I saw it the best possible way. Oh, it's not always the best possible way. There's, I mean. There's other people like we. I mean, I went and saw it. Like my wife said, like the guy we saw play George Washington did better than Jackson did. According to who? According to my wife. <laughs> How would she? She's an expert. Okay? How would she know? She's an expert. She wasn't in New York. Time out. I will say this: she's watched Hamilton on Disney Plus at least three to four <laughs> times a week. I'm it's so long, lying. dude. Like, like so. So we watch it together, and then like, I, and then like, I listened to the soundtrack twice, and I was like, you know what? Like, I, 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 I want to watch it again. And it's good. I mean, it's and then I was like, God damn, it's so fucking. It's it's really long, but it's really good. Yeah, uh, it's no, weird. I, like I saw a list, and it was like the top ten songs of it, and like my, my top ten list was like nowhere close to like. There's like forty seven songs. I mean, true, so, true. Yeah, but I mean, like, like top ten in that actually matters because there's so yeah. many songs. Uh, there's so many insane. songs, but like I was like, I really like this one, and they're like, okay, that one is forty six. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I have terrible taste. I, I must. I mean, <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, that was the uh, Hamilton news. Um, let us know if you think that um, Hamilton deserves to have cancel culture after it, or if it's just. One of those necessary evils. Uh, moving on to the next story, Chase. Uh, so we got Tenet, the movie Christopher Nolan's doing, it's getting pushed back. Wonder Woman's got pushed back. Black Widow, Bill and Ted, which I really want to see, got pushed back. Uh, Drew, are we going to see a movie in 2020? I don't think so. I don't either. If we do, it'll be at a drive-in. 
Um, me, they, I don't think they'll release it. They won't may, take the chance to. Maybe release not. It. I mean, like, I mean, if, if I had these, to guess, I mean, these, if it was like a winter movie, I can maybe see. But these are summer movies. They need to be blockbusters. Yeah, and you can't just. That's fair. It. Yeah. Um, Do you think they'll stream any of these? It, I think that they would lose so much money yeah. doing it because, like, you know. They they like lights what like Black Widow was supposed to come out what, like two months ago or something what Tenet or uh, Black Widow Black, yeah Black Widow was what May what's, or June what's crazy or is June, that maybe. when I, first, I saw the first trailer I was like you know I'm not, I'm not really into it but then as it, as it belt I was like you know what this looks kind of cool yeah. actually or whatever and uh, and then it's gone so I'm like <laughs> oh, okay fuck it whatever you know and then like Wonder Woman I was not into it all so oh I'm, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman I just, I just it's like, like ooh, we're in the eighties now like I don't give I, I, I like I, that I wish... song that song that that song was so catchy. <laughs> It's so catchy, though. <laughs> I, I, I wish Disney would stop doing the whole time time spots or whatever. You know, just just pick a decade, guys, and, and, and just roll with that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, because there's no consequences. Because like we've seen Justice League, we know she lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it, it kind of takes it takes you out of everything. Um, and then and then basically they have a new character. Like, oh well, that person. <laughs> I'm just curious <laughs> how they're not going to live. I'm just kind of curious how they bring him back. Uh, who, uh, uh, Steve Trevor, uh, Chris uh, Pine, Pine, because like he died in the first movie, yeah, and then he's back in the second movie. But you know he doesn't survive enough for Justice League. So, do you think that maybe he turns into Ares? I, mean, I have no clue. Uh, I mean, uh, they've really only come out with one preview. Uh, yeah. They're supposed to do the whole Comic Con, but like viral con, whatever. Okay, so it, it, it's and just it, like it's like trailers and clips and shit and stuff. Yeah, I guess. they're just gonna like kind of show a thing on the internet somewhere. Okay, and uh. The second preview is supposed to be in that. Gotcha. Um, I, I kind of feel so. So we went to the drive-in um, a few weeks ago. It was, it was kind of fun that they had trivia going on, and then uh, we, we got to see Jaws and and like Jurassic Park. See, that's what I think movies should. They should bring back some older ones. It was fun. It, it, yeah. it was really cool. Now, n- now around where I was though, it was current uh, in theater runs though. So okay. so it, so like it had like in Bloodshot and like uh, uh, Trolls Two was was there and some other shit or whatever and stuff. So it's it's weird, dude. Like, if these movies don't come out, uh, the Oscars are going to be fucking strange. Like, 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 Bad Boys Four is going to be getting all Bad types. Boys for Life. Bad, <laughs> Bad Boys for Life and like Trolls are going to be like well, crushing I mean, it. You got to think they're all these streaming movies. Like, in fact, like Hamilton probably could be up. I really think so. Yeah, I think they're going to take the streaming movies. What's the one? Uh... Which is so sad for Marvel because this is their one year. <laughs> yeah, I know. They could actually they don't get have in a movie. There. They don't have a fucking movie. Yeah, they could like finally get in there. Birds of Prey is going to win it. <laughs> DC's gonna get in there. DC's gonna get in there. Yeah. So, uh, what, what, so it's unfortunate. So, Tenet's already been made and it's gotten pushed back. What three times now? Uh, because it, yeah, I think it's, it's it was supposed get, to be put July and then it got pushed back to August. I think now it's got pushed back, but they hadn't released when. The last time was it supposed to be out on streaming or were, was Which it going to come out actually in theaters? Uh, Tenet. No, it's they're not. It's got to make like five hundred million dollars to break even. They're not going to let that. So be I mean, that's that's the problem. Is that like so, so theaters aren't going to open for a while? So I don't know. What I mean, the, like, what, what they're going to do? I thought I read a report like it's going to be like summer two thousand twenty one. And what's annoying? is that if it fails which which money wise it's going to be because it can't possibly because, make I mean, anything plus they have to put now like they've spent money on publicity yeah previous, and now they're gonna have to do they got another year of doing that yeah to keep people wanting to go see it and, stuff. and like it, it looks really cool it, it, does, it has yes. a weird time travel style yeah. thing going on where it looks it looks very nolan-esque because it, it has his his tones yeah <laughs> uh but the problem is that like Producers don't give a shit. So, like, if it came out and only made a hundred million dollars because people don't want to go out to theaters, they would just fire fucking Nolan. Like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not going to fire Nolan. You don't, you, you don't have any more kid. You know, it's like it's crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah. Supposedly though, like 
the I guess the producers they do want to push it back. He's the one who's kind of forcing their hand a little bit. He wants the movie to come out. Okay, maybe he's scared it's going to get leaked or something like that. Also a possibility. Yeah, but like he he's the one who's doing it. And Warner Brothers is like doing whatever they can. They just want to make him happy because yeah. he's a gold mine for him. I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, two of his movies made over a billion. Yeah, it, Inception's done really well. Like, he's the only kind of director right now that they'll give like huge budgets to. I would and say it's, not, it's original stuff. Like, like I, I would say like Nolan, um, maybe like J.J. Abrams, it, not for original stuff. They're not giving J.J. Abrams original. But I mean, he, with his stuff, he never does anything super, super big. But uh, well, he did Star Wars. I mean, but like other that's original and Star Trek. But was, original stuff; big. those aren't originals. He did not create those. <laughs> he did. He almost um, killed one of them. He did Super Eight. Super Eight was not a big budget. I mean, I, I mean it's like, what started it, the it guy was... from Friday Night Lights or something <laughs> like that. I mean, a couple kids. Yeah, that movie. I don't want your and life. Like, of course, in all his movies, they never show the monster till the end. Yeah. He's not spending much on special effects. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, what else did he do? Uh, this is, is this that I'm, monster. I'm, he did that monster movie, guys. Guys, we're sorry, we're on like a, a random tangent now with J.J. Abrams. Um, he didn't direct Cloverfield, though, right? I thought, it, or his Bad Robot did it. Yeah, but I don't think he fucking directed that though. What has <laughs> I know he did Lost for a little bit, and then and then he did the Star Trek stuff, and then he did uh, Star Wars. He did a Mission Impossible. He did, he, which he is did not that. original. He did not come yeah, up with that. Has he has he done, has he done anything besides? Uh, but Super he had, all right, he did kind of like revolution. Like he brought Mission Impossible back a little bit. Like did I he? think the second movie, part three. Yeah, the second movie was not very good. John Woo. John Woo. It was just doves everywhere. <laughs> it just doves everywhere. Long hair, Tom Cruise, and everything. But like, it, they were like, okay, we'll give you one more shot, and they got JJ James to it, and he put a you know a shot of penicillin in it. So, so it it's his fault that that fucking franchise will it's die. still going. It's sweet, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, so at what point will JJ Abrams do a Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> Uh, what's funny is that we've joked in the past about Fast and Furious going to space, and Ludacris said oh, yeah. it's possible now. I'm like, come on, Luda. Come on, Luda. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Okay, uh, so moving on uh, from from Tenet, uh, Netflix just can't get out of their own way, man. Like, okay, so they got, they got kind of lucky with this whole COVID thing. In the, since since things have gone to a quarantine lockdown style, uh, t- uh, ten million new subscribers to Netflix. Really? So I'm guessing that that people um, couldn't borrow people's passwords anymore or something. So and with this money, they could pay off their their massive debts. They're like, fuck that, <laughs> double down, baby, D- double, double down. down. <laughs> they, they they have a new movie coming out, and it sounds cool. Uh, it's called The Gray Man. Uh, it is based on a novel written by uh, Mark. See if I can pronounce this correctly, Mark uh, Grenet, maybe uh, from two thousand nine. It's it's basically like a spy thriller. Um, it's based on the so so the the premise is the the protagonist this this anti hero cool spy. He quits a business. He was like a badass hitman, um, and the 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 organization feels as though he he knows too much. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So, so they send somebody after him to kill him. In the film, uh, Ryan Gosling will be playing the main character. Chris Evans will be playing the person hired to come kill him. Um, and so you're going to have like a very, a very, very cat and mouse James Bond style film. I think I've seen this film. It's called Assassins. Starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas. That was good. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. Uh, yeah. So, th- but this is going to have a budget of $200 million. 
which is a lot for fucking Netflix. It also has the Rooster Brothers attached to it. Um, they're directing, or are they just attached? They are, they are attached to direct, and I, th- I think Joe Russo is, is, gonna, is going to write the original script, and then guys who, who help them with the Marvel scripts are going to help do. help help finish it up or whatever. Now, um, this is coming off of, of uh, Extraction, which was the Chris Hemsworth movie, which uh, I, I, th- I, think I think broke the record for most It did. Uh, Joe Russo, I think, also helped on that. Um, and so he's taken the same writing team from that to help do this. Extraction wasn't bad, um, but you can tell it's, it, it was limited. It was limited by... It needed a bigger budget? I don't know about a bigger budget. It needed a bigger idea. Um, it seemed... Because like some of the action sequences were done pretty well. There, there's a really cool one take fight sequence chase sequence of them going from like motel into like a car and stuff and then it's like a car chase and then like him jumps out of the car so all that is done really well and, and so you know that the um uh, that that the like um the like uh i can't talk the, the director knows what he's doing the story just fucking sucked and it was you're just like eh, you know so so like it was kind of boring at times but how's chris Hemsworth? He is sad, Crimson Worth. I don't know. So he's this um, soldier that basically uh, kind of wants to die because his family's dead and stuff. So, so, so he takes his mission. Is he like Thor in Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he takes this like suicide mission basically to go um, extract this like uh, drug lord's kid or something oh, yeah. or whatever. And, and so while he's doing that, he's being chased by people and stuff. Blah blah blah. You know. He, it's it's just a, it's a, simple. Or? Yeah, it's it's a very basic premise. But they're they're in the works to do a sequel to that, even though he died in the first one. So I don't spoilers. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I guess he didn't die or something or whatever. So so it, it's that same team. So so because that one did so well, they're they're, they're doing this new bigger thing. And and to be fair, I I like Ryan Gosling. I, I love Chris Evans. Yeah. So I will. I like the Russo brothers. Yeah. So I, I, I love all that. But they Netflix in general doesn't have a great track record when it comes to. Using the the Avengers cast, like um, Frank Grillo had a movie, um, like Chadwick Boseman had a movie, yeah. Anthony Mackie's been in some stuff or whatever, and it's just been kind of shit. And it's just like, uh, well, you know, it is what it is, or whatever, I guess. But I mean, most of those guys, I mean, if they're not an Avengers movie, it's not doing really well. I mean, Chadwick now, Boseman was in what uh, the movie of Jackie Robinson or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. And like that, that was, was good though. That was I mean, fun. it was good, but I don't think it made money. It didn't. He did, uh, what's What's the one? He was in a movie where he's an artist too, like a musician. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he was in that, and that one didn't make money. Like, but of course, Black Panther billion dollars, Avengers billion dollars. I know that he just had one come out with Brie Larson, where he's like a lawyer, right? No, 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 no. That's uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, um, still a Marvel guy. Yeah, he's a Marvel guy. <laughs> um, he, he had one on Netflix that came out last year called like a message to the king where he's from another country he comes in. And so it looks like it's going to be like a very visceral, brutal movie. And it's just, there's like two fight scenes. You're like, come on, man, Jesus Christ, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, but I mean, I don't know. I mean like this, it's just kind of funny that like Netflix, they're like, fuck it, you know, whatever. Like, you know, like, like the, 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 they're never going to make money. Netflix lives check to check. Like, <laughs> it's like whatever, man, it's cool. <laughs> like, like they, they have so much debt. I, I guess they're like, like their, their mindset is like, yeah, well, like, you know, it can't get any worse. Right. Yeah, so because even this makes money, like, like they're, they're not going to make any money off of the damn thing. In 20 years, Disney will own Netflix. Too. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Jesus. Uh, do you have any more news case? No. All right, guys, uh, that's all for the news for this week. Uh, Moving on to our next segment, uh, COVID gyms. Uh, This idea is basically, we thought that since we're all in quarantine, um, 
that maybe we've ran out of stuff to watch. And so we might need a couple people to tell us what to, what to check out. Uh, if it's good or if it's bad, uh, you can go ahead and go first. Okay. Uh, my first movie is a 1995 mobster movie. Uh, you probably have all seen it. It's called Casino. Martin Scorsese's film starring Robert De Niro, Sharon Stone, Joe Pesci. Uh, mobsters pretty much give uh, uh, Robert De Niro's character the ability to run a casino with the help of Joe Pesci's character, Nicky Santoro, to, like, you know, just protect him, kind of. And then it's just, it's a weird movie because it's, there's not really a plot. <laughs> it's really, it's, I'm sorry, but it's a great movie. This movie's fantastic. It's beautifully acted. Uh, the shots, everything, of the casinos, everything, it's great. Uh, but it's, it's weird because it's two narrators. It almost has, like, this documentary kind of feel where it's Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, and they're narrating their lives of moving yeah. from New York to Las Vegas and how life is in Las Vegas in this time period and stuff. And it's great. James Woods is in it, plays a slime ball, like one of the best. I mean, like, he's always a slime ball, but this is his yeah. top-notch slime ball. That's okay, I'm telling you, that's his best he's done. Uh, Sharon Stone plays like this hooker, hustler. It's like her, her like last, last hot role, probably. Yeah, I mean, she uh, was nominated for uh, Oscar, didn't win, but she was nominated. I mean, that was her big thing. Uh, Joe Pesci's great in it. Like, Is this the movie where Joe Pesci's like... <laughs> he goes, peekaboo, you fucks you. Is, is it the one where, like... Is that the one with him and Ray Liotta in the scene where he's like, he's like, oh, man, you're so fucking funny. No, that's Goodfellas. It's Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Also a Martin Scorsese movie. It's, also Martin it's a great Scorsese, movie, yeah. but that movie you can watch on AMC every hour on the yeah. hour pretty much. Make you laugh. Casino has not, you know, like, it's one of those movies, like, it was great. It was nominated for awards and stuff. And then people kind of forgot about it. And I think it's literally Martin Scorsese's second what, or third best movie. What uh, what platform can people find this on? Uh, you can find it on Hulu. Okay. It's, uh, it's though, if you get a chance now, it is long, so it'll take up one of your nights, but you know, it's like three hours. Yeah. It's like three hours, but I think that that's just Martin Scorsese's yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, a better, it's a lot better than the Irishman. Irishman wasn't very good. Where does this rank for, for your Martin Scorsese? Uh, okay. Okay. So like if you had to go top five, top five, I would go Goodfellas is, is one is one. Wow. All right. That's my favorite. All right. Uh, See, like, I would say two and three is going to be this or in Departed. Departed's fucking great. Departed is fucking great. And what's funny is that, like, that you one fucking won. Cop. <laughs> fucking cop. That one won Oscars. And folks yeah. were like, folks thought that was bullshit because it wasn't as good as, as other films. Um, and they thought that it was just kind of like the, the, the Academy giving him lifetime achievement stuff yeah. or whatever. And like I fucking like the bar. Oh, that's great. I, I think it's like the the, uh, the whole scene of of Leo in the bar, and the guy's like, "Oh, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you drinking? Fucking cranberry juice? What are you like your fucking period? What are your fucking period?" It's just like 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 Leonardo DiCaprio has an amazing fucking performance in that, and like yeah, and, 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 and like and like you, you feel his his level of stress, his fucking anxiety. It's surprising how many movies him and Martin Scorsese yeah. together. It's a ton. Uh, which my next one would be Wolf of Wall Street. I oh yeah, yeah, totally. I'll, I'll again. And then I'd probably go Taxi Driver. No shit, really. Okay, it's good. Fair enough. But I haven't seen that in a very five. long time. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah, I love the Wolf of Wall Street too, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> fun, <laughs> fucking fun coupons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so mine's I, I put it on here originally because I thought Chase would have it on here as well. So I, I it, it's kind of it's now moved to like a backup. But at this point, I feel it's not even a hidden gem. Uh, Hamilton. Oh, I mean, it's the movie of COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. it's it, I mean, like, I, 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 I just I just felt weird if I didn't put it fucking on here or whatever. Yeah. Now I have noticed that like a lot of people are like, like I don't like I don't like Broadway plays. I don't watch that shit. And I, I I fucking get it. It has a lot of music, but it's fucking like it's really catchy and it's and it's, it's so creative. Like, it's very creative. Um, I still really love the scene where. 
the one sister is giving a toast. It's so fucking powerful. It's so good because yeah. it's an entire rewind. Right. And then, and then, and it's her just like, you know, like just, it's a mixture of, of like rap and like, and like, and like her singing and whatever. And, and, and the entire wedding, like just like changes for, it just, it's so good. It's so awesome, man. Like, uh, it's like that. And, and it, we were talking about Thomas Jefferson, but yeah, like, you know, yeah, but he's, he's awesome in it, man. But, um, yeah, I love the rap battles they do. Yeah. Like oh my God. So great. good. Um, but the king, the king is king. He's king's hilarious. You'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it had, um, 11 Tony awards, uh, one, it was nominated for 16, also won a a Pulitzer prize for uh, best drama. Uh, it just, it was, it's one of the biggest hits besides producers. I believe it's only one that had more, whatever it's, it's a little long, but if you, if if you have a day off, I mean, those Broadway plays all night long. They are, but it's, I tell you, so it's a little strange. So if you are like, kind of like. Like before going into it, I'd seen maybe four or five plays um, that had music in them. And most of those will have scenes of talking, scenes of talking, scenes of talking, song. Scenes of talking. This literally goes song to song to song to song, whatever. There's almost no independent talking of story exposition. It's almost all in song. But it's done in like this rap in a way that it's almost like they're talking. But yeah. it has this rhyming. It's, like, it's almost like a Dev Jam uh, uh, poetry, whatever, yeah. a, a little bit of whatever. Um, but it's just, it's, it's incredibly... Um, enticing because uh, Lin Manuel wrote all this shit, right? It took it, him it like was, seven years to do, and yeah. it's like it's not just the same style over and over and over again. He wrote multiple styles of music into this, yeah. and he wrote to the strengths of everybody who ended up having these parts and everything. Like or whatever. most of them were his friends. Too. Yeah, the man. guy who was uh, George Washington, like he didn't even know he got the part. Like he didn't even audition. Dude was like, "Yeah, you're you're in it." You're George Washington. Enjoy just, it. Yeah, just super cool. Um, it's definitely worth your time. It is a little long, but, I, you know, if you have a day off or so, you know, just get some some wine or something, you know, a little beer, a little, a little whiskey. You'll be hammered by the time it's over. <laughs> you'll love it. It's great. It's great. Uh, Chase, what is your second uh, My next movie is a 1991 movie, Oliver Stone's JFK. Oliver Stone's gets uh, done a lot of movies. This one, I really think it's his best. It's back and to the left. Yeah, back and to the left. <laughs> Stars Kevin Costner as uh, Jim Garrison. It's based off the book Jim Garrison wrote. Uh, Gary Oldman plays Lee Harvey Oswald. But I mean, there's so many famous people in this movie, um, and it's just great. If you don't know much about the JFK like assassination, this movie will get you into it. It's just beautifully done. Oliver Stone does you know his patented like half color, half black and white movie ish stuff but it's just it's beautiful plus you actually get to see it was the first time i think they released it where you actually get to see jfk get shot is this your favorite oliver stone movie yes now uh it's i like a lot of oliver stone stuff okay. uh, but this is my favorite I've, is it really okay yeah. uh, i just i hadn't seen it in a while actually i mean i did a report on it in like high school and i just did the whole jim garrison kevin costner like courtroom scene luckily my teacher was a student teacher hadn't seen yeah. it so I got an A on that, but um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like I, I lost or I, I fell out of love with him uh, when he did Alexander in like in uh, two thousand four yeah, with, with uh, uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell and uh, Rosario Dawson. I just it just meh. But, um, uh, but find this movie. Uh, unfortunately, it's not on a streaming service, but for nine ninety nine on Amazon. You Why would you get, bring this up if you can't even watch the fucking you movie? Can, because nine ninety nine, you can get Jesus JFK. Christ. You can get uh, <laughs> it's three movie deal. It's great. I bought it. JFK Wall Street. Uh, what's 
Washington. No, no, no it's uh, JFK, uh, Natural Born Killers, and which I love that movie. You know what's crazy about that movie? Uh, my fucking mom took me to that when I was oh, oh, I don't yeah. know twelve years old. <laughs> and that fucking came out. So it was her and her boyfriend. They're like, "Hey, let's go see this movie with uh, you know, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson." Yeah, he's from Cheers. So I was be in good. there for maybe thirty minutes, and my mom was like, "Hey, here's some quarters. Go outside and play with <laughs> the arcade machines because Woody Harrelson is is beating and murdering and raping people." <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, it's like molesting <laughs> Juliette Lewis in the movie. Just like such. Uh, it's so not a movie for children at oh, all. Not. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. a great movie, though. But you get both those movies and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Platoon? No, nah, it's more of uh, Any Given Sunday. Mm. All more director's cuts. Yeah. Uh, which does add a little bit more to the movie, uh, which in the director's cut of Natural Born Killers, they actually have Tommy Lee Jones' head on a stick and oh waving around. <laughs> I still really like Any Given Sunday. Uh, oh, it's I, very good. I, I, was, I was working in, in the theater when it first came out, and like uh, I went and saw it, like, I don't know, like five or six fucking times or whatever. Yeah. And like, it's, will it beam? Will it beam? It's got the girls creaming. <laughs> Inflection like trips. So good. Um, What's I hate that they, they they weren't allowed to use the actual like, NFL teams, the actual NFL yeah. teams because fucking sharks just sounds so stupid. You're like, oh, we're the fucking the Miami, Miami sharks. sharks. Yeah. yeah, so dumb. It's a good movie though. But JFK, if you ever get a chance, please check it out. It's I mean it's it's a long one. I ain't gonna lie, it's almost three hours. But I mean, like after I read like watched the movie, I went and like got books about JFK so, because I mean, especially in this time right now we're living in, we don't trust our government. <laughs> this would be, you really won't trust your government, okay? It makes you want to read, yeah, folks. Exactly. So um, check it out. Guys, all of my stuff will be on a platform you can get to without having to pay any extra money, okay? I don't, I don't want Chase's hey, bringing in that. The, you're getting like $800 a week on these checks now. Yeah, ridiculous. You could spend nine. My next film, uh, you can find on Hulu. It came out in 2020, this year. Uh, it has a, a score on Rotten Tomatoes, if that matters to you, of 93%. And that is Palm Springs. Uh, it stars uh, Andy Samberg, uh, Kristen Melody, and uh, J.K. Simmons. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly, but the um, basis of the story is that these two people are stuck in a time loop um, at a wedding, and they they, they slowly kind of like fall in love or whatever a little bit. Um, it's okay. It's not. It's not great. So. It kind of opens with like Andy Samberg, and, and you can see that he's he's very sad, very very depressed. He's going through the motions because he knows because he lived the same fucking day for like a hundred something days at this point. Um, and then he ends up talking to this chick. He goes into a cave or whatever. She actually follows him, and then she gets stuck in the same time loop. And so then she's trying to get out for a while, and then eventually they they, they kind of just agree to just like hang out or whatever. And Fall so, in love. I just yeah. So and then you find out that like J.K. Simmons um, is the devil. He no. he. Andy Samberg accidentally brought him into the cave originally, um, and and J.K. every once in a while comes back and like fucking murders Andy Samberg, you know, for for, <laughs> for, for, fun. for for fun. Oh, that's cute. Um, I, I this was a okay premise. Like like a Groundhog Day or something, but it's not as good as Groundhog Day, and it's not as good as like Happy Death Day. Like like oh I, really? I I felt that both those were more fun. Groundhog Day is very very smart. What about as like well. Live Die Repeat? Uh, that's also better. Okay. So I just I kind of I wanted more out of Andy Samberg here. I, I like I would love to have them had a bunch of days where they're doing crazy nonsense and all types of fun shit like that or whatever. And it just, it tries to be something that it's not, which is like an indie art film at times. And you're just like, this is fucking, it's not what this is. I would rather of, of, of him had done pure Lonely Island stupid humor 
and just like silly slapstick bullshit and not try to get deep on it or whatever. So, but I mean, like the, that's gotta be tough because like you want that person, like you have to like that person who's living the day over and stuff. And like, if you try to make a funny stuff, like he'd probably do some really bad evil stuff. (laughs) And like, it's, you have to like have the audience like him, but you can't make it like, it's gotta be funny too. And you can't make them just like do awful stuff and, Drug girls, yeah. So, 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 so basically, at one point, he he admits to her that he's had sex with like everybody there, you know, guys and girls, whatever, (laughs) and stuff. You know, he just bangs everybody, Um, and that like he he's been there for 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 so so much that he's forgotten, um, you know, things and stuff or whatever. Um, And then eventually, of course, that there's like a falling out and blah blah blah, whatever. And then and and then they kind of like you know, the the third act is them trying to like figure out a way out of it, whatever. But I just in general. if I'm super into it or whatever, it does have a really good Rotten Tomato score. So maybe you would be into it. I, I want to check it out. I had not seen it. I know it's, it's new to Hulu. Yeah, it's not terrible. I just think it could have been better. Um, so if, if you have, like, it, it, and it's not too long, it's like an hour and a half or something or whatever. So it's not it's not too bad on you, or whatever. And it has a couple of pretty funny gags here and there that that make you laugh out loud. Um, mm-hmm. Like like I mean like. Just in general, Andy Samberg has that. I mean, I mean, because you're a huge fan of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he has moments where where he talks like under his breath and d- does all those jokes and stuff, you know, whatever. So, so it's, at times it's okay. I just, I, I, I just personally wanted more out of it, and I blame myself, I guess. <laughs> whatever you, so you should, you should blame yourself. <laughs> What's your next movie? Uh, my last movie is a cartoon, actually. It is Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Unfortunately, this is not on streaming service. I want to guess. Why that, did you bring any of these? Because not- these are the only movies I've seen other than Avengers movies <laughs> and TV shows. But uh, no, nah, uh, I watched this recently. Uh, it should be on HBO uh, uh, Max soon because they have all those. This is the last of the DC animated universe. Uh, I missed the last one, and so I kind of went in this like it's a series and. I knew mostly what was going on and stuff, so I, you know, you can watch this and not even watch almost any of yeah. them because it's just any Justice League kind of. But it starts out in the first five minutes like it's Superman. He's like, "Look, Dark Side's attacked. Before we need to take this battle to him." So and it shows them going to Apocalypse, and then it stops, and it goes five years later, and the world's run now by Apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Superman, Dark Side, or? Or, or yeah, Dark Side. Okay. He's turned Earth into like an apocalypse. There's parademons everywhere. And it's just, it's like this huge shocking revelation to how the world has changed so much because they lost the battle. Uh, it's called Justly Dark. Constantine's the main person. Uh, he's the leader of Justly Dark, but I really think it's called Dark because it does some dark stuff. Like everybody in the movie almost pretty much dies. Sweet spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But I mean, there's like 50 characters. So. Some people live, but like one of my favorite things is uh, Batman. He like dark side tattooed in kryptonite his logo on his chest, so he has no powers. So he just walks around Earth. Batman or Superman? Oh, I'm sorry, Superman. I was like, I was like, fuck uh, it doesn't do anything. Batman. Batman, yeah. uh, Batman has uh, been become a, if you know anything about the comics, Metatron. He's a new god. He has like this certain kind of chair. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, Batman is him, and he's like Dark Side's chief advisor and stuff. Uh, Constantine's an alcoholic. And always, much, I mean, like yeah, he, he's, he's always been, been alcoholic, alcohol, so his character didn't change much. But like he, <laughs> like you find out that like during the war, like in the show or in the movie, he's uh, dating uh, Zantana, and she gets eaten by like the uh, pair demons. But 
Darkseid had mutated parademons and Doomsday, so they're stronger. And he could just get scared and goes, I'm out of here. And just leaves <laughs> her. <laughs> it's the most Constantine yeah, thing yeah, ever. Exactly. But I mean, the movie is it's great. It's got shocking things. And uh, it ends the whole story in a very sad and tragic way. But I mean, it's, it's a dark movie. But if you just want to see like, you know, they have all these superhero movies now. If you just want to see, hey, what if like, I don't know. Almost if I wrote it and say hey, I'm just going to kill oh, everybody, <laughs> like sure, it's super I want to end this world, and we're just going to like just go really dark with it. It actually makes it a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like dark stuff. It's like if I wrote it because I hate everything fun <laughs> exactly. and, and alive, so I just killed everybody. It's and that's pretty much how it is. It's like uh, Shazam's like flying around. He's got a yellow uh, leg because they he's got it chopped <laughs> off, and <laughs> like I mean, everybody. It's out of it's. I'm going to have to let you borrow it. It's really oh good. God. But you can find it on Amazon. should be on HBO Max probably within a month or two. Uh, check it out, though. It's, it's, it is a lot of fun. It's not one of those you can rewatch a whole bunch of times, but just for a shocking, like, this is kind of interesting concept of if the world did this and yeah. whatever. So check it out. Okay. Sounds like a fucking like oh, a, laugh, a, a laugh riot. You watch that, then go watch Hamilton. And you'll have a good time. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, my 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 next uh, COVID gym um, came out in 2019. Uh, it's available on Amazon Prime. Uh, it has a 97% score on Rotten Tomatoes, and that is Knives Out. Uh, this was uh, director Ryan Johnson's, uh, I think his first full film after doing... Um, Star Wars. Star Wars the... Eighth. Oh, what the hell is that movie called? <laughs> the bad one. The bad one. <laughs> um, it's, not the, it's not The Force Awakens... It's the last Jedi. Yeah, the last Jedi. Last Jedi. Um, so, so basically, he he wrote and directed this, um, and his whole premise was that he he as a kid really loved whodunit style films, where where a person gets murdered in the first act, and then the second act is everybody trying like if you like you know, um, figuring out what's going on. That the third act is a huge fucking reveal, right? Um, but he also loved Alfred Hitchcock, um, and Alfred Hitchcock hated those fucking movies, so he wanted to make a movie. That was a whodunit um, that was done by Alfred Hitchcock in terms of how he would do it. So it's, it's a really cool film because it kind of turns things on its head. Um, so, so, so the a plot of the film is a detective um, who's very renowned um, comes to try and solve a murder of or, or basically I don't just have murdered in general, but like it's uh, this author ends up dead and, and, and his family's very famous very very uh rich and so he he's going through like all of them trying to figure out who who possibly killed who and da 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 whatever and stuff um and, and then you find out that like it kind of twists things on its head in, in a second act and you're not in like a whodunit anymore um so it's it, it's pretty clever um I, I, the, the first time i saw it i was a little disappointed because i love those films uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, yeah. like clue whatever is fucking great I, I, I love trying to watch films and trying to like figure out information and, and, and story and what's going on to try and find out who, who killed who and stuff. So I went, when, I, when I, the first time I went and saw it, I was really, really excited for it. And then I was a little, a little let down. I watched it again and it's just really good. Movie. It's really good. It's, it's very good. So the uh, cast is fucking amazing. Um, it stars Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, uh, Ana de uh, Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, uh, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer. Um, it, it was nominated for multiple Golden Globes, Oscars, uh, for, for like, you know, scre- uh, screenplays and whatnot. So like everywhere you turn, a person's playing like a really fun character. 
Um, everybody's kind of out of, out of their their normal comfort zones. And Daniel Craig's accent is so country that when so he, as, as soon as he opens his mouth, you're, you're either on board or, or you're not on board. I, I mean, I think some people, my wife was like this. She did not like it at the beginning. And yeah. It, the character warmed up to her. And yeah. she, I thought it was great I, from the very beginning. I do declare. It's, this is a murder. <laughs> it's a murder. Oh, yeah, everybody. Uh, yeah, so, so so either you you hear him talk and go, that sounds fucking like 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 a fo- fucking foghorn leghorn, yeah. or or you you just like accept it, buy into it, move on, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the, the the twist is not about um, who did it. It's why. It yeah yeah it's why kind of whatever. So so it twists things on its head, but it, it's intense. You know you know it, so it still has that that cat and mouse play going on and stuff. Whatever, it's still smart. Very very fun movie. It's only like it's not it's not too long. No, it's not. Uh, but it, it's on Amazon Prime. You should totally check it out. I think it's great. It is great. Great. Chris Evans is great in it. Yeah. It was just it, it was cool to see him not be Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the last ten years, it's it's, it's really weird. About Captain uh, America. Evans is like a, a really good actor, actually. Uh, yeah, like 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 it's it, it sucks for him playing something so iconic as Captain America. Uh, but he's great in like Snowpiercer and yeah. and like. Uh, Scott Pilgrim and like yeah. you know, and, and, and like other roles and stuff, whatever. So it's 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 fun. Yeah, I agree to see him here just playing like just like a really egotistical, yeah. rich asshole, whatever. It's fucking sweet. Uh, and the final thing, so I I had four because um, I thought Chase would also have Hamilton, which he didn't. So I, I have a fourth one, um, and, and it's a TV show that I have been obsessing over for the last month. I think it's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, nobody really knows about it. Um, it's called the Doom Patrol. Uh, it is based on a really obscure DC comic from the '60s um, that was really made famous by Grant Morrison in the I think like the early '80s or so, whatever. Uh, once he got a hold of it, 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 it got a, a bigger audience. But it's very unique. It's very different. In fact, the person who originally created it, um, he swears that Stanley stole his idea and made the X Men off of it. So, so he basically he he feels that he did Doom Patrol and then Stanley did X Men. And Stanley took his his thought process of having like a, a, of having a group of people that were different, different um, freaks, reluctant heroes, and that they were forced into taking like action. Were basically right. So the um, show also has a, a really good cast. It has uh, Brendan Fraser, um, Diane Guerrero, April uh, Balby, I think is her name, uh, Matt Bomber. Timothy Dalton, um, Alan Tudyk, uh, Jovian, uh, I think Whale or Jovian Wake. Um, so, so the uh, story overall is there is a group of people that are not not necessarily heroes. Uh, Timothy Dalton, acting in almost like a Professor X style role, has taken some people that are very unique and they have very uh, strange abilities, and he stuck them in a mansion, not to like train them to fight or anything, but just to, to like train them to accept who they are. Um, and it kind of opens with, uh, Brendan Fraser's character, who is robot man, who had his, he basically died in a car accident. He, he was a race car driver and his brain is put inside of like a very like archaic looking like 10 man, robot. 10 man robot or whatever. And so the first episode is him trying to come to terms of this new Frankenstein's monster. He's like, he's fucked up about everything because his memories come, come back in waves, uh, you know that um, the character Jane, 
she, she has like 64 personalities. Every personality has its own power set. So like every time she, she, she changes her, her mood swings, her power sets fucking change as well and stuff. So, so she's like all over the place, which is a lot of fun. Um, there is, is an actress from the like forties and fifties, um, who plays like, uh, her character's name is like Elastigirl, but this is before she has a handle on, on her shape changing powers. So instead, basically what happens is anytime that, that, that she's unsure of herself, if she's insecure, her body, just, it just melts. And so it's like, it's just like, like every, every character has something like that. Every character has this, this weakness about them that they hate themselves for. Right. So like, uh, Jane, um, when, when her mind broke as a child created a whole underground system, uh, where all of her personalities hang out. And so basically she, she was so, um, tortured as a child, she created personalities to, to allow her to, to put punishment on them kind of a whatever. Um, the, um, uh, trainer, oh God, I, I can't think of his, uh, he, he basically plays like negative man. Uh, Matt Bomer is a pilot from, from the fifties and, um, he's gay. Um, and, but he has been repressing his feelings for, for like 60 fucking years. And there's a really cool representation of, of the entity in him, which is this like energy being, and they that they don't get along that they they have issues or whatever and basically both of them are torturing each other and it's just such a cool representation of his own like homosexuality that that, that like, he can't come to terms with it and so and so he can't be at peace and so there's all this this stuff where like you know he can't allow himself to be happy and things like that and shit or whatever um brendan frazier uh, continues to try to come to terms with like not being able to feel anything anymore. Um, he, he, he's tortured by all these fucking feelings of his daughter and stuff. So there, there, there's all, every character is fucking broken, which is great. Right. Then you throw in the humor from a movie like Deadpool. Alan Tudyk is the main bad guy and he narrates everything with, with a cosmic like level. So, so every time it cuts to him, he's just like, Oh, we're on the, we're on episode three and they're not even fucking fighting anybody yet. This is bullshit. You know, whatever. So there's a lot of like fourth wall breaking humor and there's a lot of like, um, them not wanting to be heroes. So at some point they're joined by uh, cyborg and he's like wanting to be popular, wants to be cool, but like nobody, but like nobody's buying into like any of his bullshit. They're like, hey, fuck you guy, you know, whatever. This is ridiculous. So it, it, there's a lot of like them trying to trust him. And then there's cyborg himself has body dysmorphia where, where he basically hates how he looks because he's still, he's still partially human with, with parts that, that are, you know, robot and stuff. And so, and, and so he's, he's trying to come to terms with how, how he looks and how he feels and how he can't be fucking normal and stuff or whatever. So all that's really great. And then you have a whole story with, um, Timothy Dalton and, and, and like, you don't know if he's being honest or he's not being honest and stuff. So, so basically the crux of the story is Alan Tudyk kidnaps uh, Dalton. And so they have to come together as a group to try and fucking find him because that they feel guilty because he's taking care of them their their whole life, and so they have to come together to do this. But while they're doing that, they they kind of had to figure out who the fuck they are at the same time. It's just super emotional. It's very cool. All the while getting like very mature, crass humor, and um, I, I think it's 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 a fucking gem. Uh, I, it's very hard for 
superhero shows to really truly really draw me. Yeah, I was gonna say especially DC shows. That's True, very yeah. tough for you. I mean, like, because at one point I was into Arrow, I was into Flash, but, yeah. but all of them just kind of get fucking cheesy after yeah. a while or whatever. And I've I've watched up to where it is now, which is only like second season episode five or whatever is out, and. I just I love all the characters. All all of them feel unique. All of them feel fully thought out. All the actors are fucking great. It deals with so many heavy uh, themes without being in your face, right? So the uh, like fucking crazy Jane had like sexual trauma growing up and stuff, whatever. But it doesn't like hit you with like this overly saturated PC bullshit. It lets her tell her story in her own time, and. When you finally get to it, it just explains like so much or whatever. And it's like, so it's not like politically correct. It's not like super leftist. It's just, it's just like, hey, these are the stories we're fucking telling. And this is how we're telling them. So I, it, it doesn't feel saturated. It doesn't cool. feel over the head. It just, it's, it's really cool. Um, I, I wish everybody would fucking watch it or whatever. It's on HBO Max. Um, it's also on the DC Universe yes, channel as well. Unfortunately, I don't know if. It's going to get a third season because of COVID and stuff because they, they, they were supposed to have 10 episodes in, sec, in the second season, but, the, but they, stopped. They, 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 they stopped at nine. Um, and it doesn't have a big audience. But that, that's, what, that's what I hate is that things, things I mean, that I like. We don't know what you know, kind of audience it has. It's not like on TV or anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, agree. It could yeah. have a big audience. We just don't know. I mean, I do know it's a spinoff of uh, they did the first like kind of episode on Titans. Titans, yeah. And I saw that episode. I hadn't watched Doom Patrol, but I saw that episode on Titans. And you get to know the characters and stuff like that a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I like that's weird thing about like Netflix and stuff. We really, like, other than what they tell us on this is number one rated yeah. you know, this week. Like, yeah. I have no clue what they're. Yeah, like, like there, there's that uh, movie, like, out, um, it's, not, it's not Outlander. What is it? With, like, uh, Charlie's fucking Theron. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the, the Old Guard. Yeah, Old Guard. Which is also based on, on a comic book and stuff or whatever. It just didn't look good to me. I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to check it out, though. I was like, I don't know, I'm good. <laughs> but, like, but I, I just, I, I wish that uh, more people would would try this out because I, I, it's when I watch it, it makes me, it makes me think of the '80s when films and television shows just got a green light. It was like, hey, that the idea sounds cool, go fucking make it. Nowadays producers only want to make shit that's copying something else. It's like, Oh, is it like Marvel? The, then, the, then yes. You know, so, so, so everything's a sequel. Everything's a fucking copy. Well, in the eighties also, like they gave their shows good time, like time to grow. Like cheers came out and there was like 50 something TV shows. Yeah. And it was 50, whatever deadline. Well, it's just like, if and you, they gave it time to grow an audience and became like, the yeah, show I mean like, America. like, like ghostbusters wouldn't fucking work now. It didn't, <laughs> you know, that that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so it's like, but, but when it came out, it was so f- like that movie's hysterical. It's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the, the best written comedies of all time. It's fucking great. And then you have like a science fiction style thing with it, right? I mean, like things like that. Fuck weird science. Weird science. When, I mean, you fucking kidding me? Like, like there's it, no way they were making. There's that. no way they would make that now, right? So I, I feel that like in the '80s, that's when things were at their most creative. Um, and Doom Patrol feels like that. It feels like a person was like, "Fuck this! Like, let us make the show that we we want to make." And if it fails, okay. If it succeeds, okay. But I just don't know if it's going to hit a, such a broad audience that like it'll work. It's very obscure. I mean, it's Doom very Troll obscure, is. and it's almost like my fear with like Game of Thrones, which was it was I loved Game of Thrones, but once it got popular, they began to make it for those people and not just 
what was great about it. Instead, they're, they're like, hey, let, let's add more Special sex effects, scenes, more, more effects, more dragons, more, you know. So as opposed to being all about like intrigue and like politics and with all the shit that I fucking loved, they they began to go away from the books because people didn't care about that stuff or whatever. And, and, and it slowly just went downhill. And, and so I'm just, I'm afraid of something like, like a Doom Patrol, which is like really great. And then eventually they're like, hey, well, let's add the flash in here. This would be yeah. fucking great. You know, it's like, so, but it, it's totally worth a watch. Um, watch like the first two episodes because it's kind of like a part one, part two thing or whatever. It's fucking great. Um, it's worth your time. Uh, do you have anything else? I just want to go back to the movies, man. Sucks, you know, just watching it's stuff on TV. It's, it's definitely weird. It's definitely weird. Yeah, like someone posted a meme the other day. And it was just like the hallway of a movie theater, and it was like I missed <laughs> this, and I was like I do too. Like where the posters are on each wall and stuff. Like I missed that. It's definitely weird. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Hope you for look- letting us rant about news and about cancel culture and about you know uh, certain certain uh, so hopefully our COVID gems whatever yeah. will help you even Check though mine out. are actually on supported hey, programs casinos on Hulu <laughs> hey everyone's getting paid now and stuff yeah. Chase is like hey for yeah, another for, week, uh, for, for another uh, week. 9 you can go to Target and buy this movie it's pretty hey, you get three, great you get three movies you get three, <laughs> 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 I like, three great movies thank you guys so much as always stay geekly thank you for Mander and Chase appreciate it